it is so important that they get the pitch process right. You know, these things breed trust, and that's got to be the foundation. If you start with some kind of slightly nasty, you know, subversive behaviours at the beginning, then the relationship, you know, the partnership just isn't going to work. Right, hello, mate. Uh, hello from New York. Hello from London. Uh, so today we're talking about, we've been inspired a little bit uh, by a story that's come out of Malaysia. So for, so for us to start talking again about uh, questionable and potentially unethical pitch practices. Yeah. Um, so this is something which is rather perennial. It seems to come around in different parts of the world again and again. Uh, basically what's going on is we've got the trade bodies representing the advertising agencies and the advertisers in Malaysia um, arguing about practices which the, the advertising agency trade body, the four A's, um, is accusing advertisers of burying small print into their pitch terms, mm. which allows advertisers to retain IP. This is something that's happened, uh, I think it was an argument last year in the UK about this as well. Um, but what it's ex exposed is this kind of tense relationship in pitches, right, between advertiser and agency. Uh, and so it's kind of raised, raised a bit of a red flag for us. Absolutely. And it, you know, it's another spotlight on the pitch process that is just too important to get wrong. Uh, you know, the reason that we keep, you know, talking about the importance of pitches is, is I mean, firstly, it's because agencies that are participating in, in media pitches, certainly that we work on, invest an enormous amount of time, effort and money in, in participating, in trying to secure, uh, you know, the client's business. And, and secondly, uh, on the client's behalf, um, it is so important that they get the pitch process right. If there is any kind of questionable ethics or, or the integrity of the pitch process is brought into question at the very beginning, how can you then establish a, a trusting, transparent, uh, healthy working relationship once you've once you've selected the agency you want to work with? Um, you know, any really good relationship begins with designing a robust and and ethical and uh, you know pitch process that is full of integrity. And this is another example in in Malaysia this time of of just kind of shoddy behaviour. Mm. Uh and you know these are pitches are tense times, right? Everybody's under pressure. Everyone's invested on both sides, a lot of time uh, and money and resources. Uh, it's interesting just to kind of think how how these things kind of get resolved because they have yeah. to see, you know, have to be gesture on both sides. At the moment, yeah. in in this Malaysia example, um, there's a bit of a standoff going on. Uh, you know, we, in our experience, we've seen in, in pitches which, you know, these kind of gestures are made by advertisers, either by offering up a stipend, you know, a, yeah. a small fee for agencies that are pitching. That's really good for, I think, the advertiser. It focuses the mind. It keeps the, yeah. the kind of the shortlist short and focused. Um, we've had examples of advertisers where they've compensated the losing agency, mm. um, you know, a small amount it probably doesn't well i'm sure it certainly doesn't cover the actual cost of pitching but it's a yeah. good gesture uh, and it's a good acknowledgement of the effort and resources that go into it um and then we've even had actually an advertiser offer to pay uh, or contribute to travel expenses where there's been international pitch requiring teams to to fly around the world yeah. um, so these are these are gestures gestures of respect i think for the agencies and the, and the the amount of effort that goes in 
Um, but they, they, they breed, you know, these things breed trust. And that's got to be the foundation. You know, the pitches in isolation is a kind of one event, but really yeah. what's important is what happens after that. That's um, right. And if you can breed trust and respect during a pitch process, then you've got a really good chance of maintaining that through a productive yeah. and long lasting relationship. And it's about illustrating behaviors. You know, uh, as a client, you need to, you need to convince uh, the agencies that are tendering for your business that you're going to be the right kind of client. You're going to be the kind of client that is going to inspire the right kind of work. And that, that begins with uh, the behaviors by which they set out the process. And equally, from the agency's perspective, they need to illustrate by going through the process that you know they they exhibit the right kind of behaviors of a of a of a potential partner um and generally speaking when a client gets it right when they when they design a process that is respectful as you rightly say when there is perhaps some form of a of a financial gesture however however small it raises that client's status within what is now a very cluttered market into one of a priority for those agencies to, to tender. So it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a great example. The ones that you, that you mentioned of, of, of brands that uh, are illustrating a sense of respect to the process and to the agencies that are going to be participating. in them. Yeah, exactly. Um, and, you know, for all, we, like last week we did, we did an episode of black blockchain, right? And we talk a lot about, uh, you know, computer impact and technology impact on on this industry. I mean, it, it's another example where it just flags up. It's really a, it's still a people business. Yeah. Um, you know, as as most business still is. So, uh, and that that level of kind of human connection, that ability to trust each other, at the beginning of relationships is, is mm -hmm. uh, critically important. Right. Before we go into uh, good week, bad week, so we'll just uh, catch up on some of the news that we teased you with last week. We were t talking about uh, how we're expanding our U.S. operation. Um, so we are now kind of officially incorporated in the U.S. as a legal entity. We're planning to move two at least of the team from London uh, to join the team in New York. And I think as of today, we're uh, we're releasing details of three. Uh, positions where we will be recruiting in New York this year. Um, so exciting moment for the, for the business. We uh, are very privileged to work with many, many uh, major advertisers around the world, many global relationships. Um, but it's an, an opportunity for us to focus and service the demand coming from US domestic advertisers. Uh, yeah. We'll still be focusing on, you know, the optimum relationships between advertisers and their and their external partners. And helping businesses go through the uh, media transformation and uh, and change. That's right. I mean, these are hugely exciting times for IDcoms. We we consider ourselves to be a, a global practice anyway. Uh, but you know, having now an office in in New York uh, and an office here in London, we can share best practice. Um, you know, helping our clients all over the world. So this is this is a really really exciting move for us. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we'll talk about this again, no, no doubt. Um, you'll be able to find down below links to uh, more details about this on our website, which also can link you through to uh, job positions. So uh, if you're interested, if you're based in or around New York and you're interested in joining our expanding team uh, and getting involved, uh, please do get in contact. Right, okay, good week four. Well, it's been an even better week for the same company that had a good week last week. Uh, so 
this week uh, it's been a brilliant week for Media Monk, which is the Dutch-based uh, digital production company that was being courted by Martin Sorrell uh, S4 Capital. Uh, they have now done the deal to the tune of 300 million euros. Now, this is a business that generates 100 million in revenue. So that's three times its, uh, its revenue base. I have no idea what multiple it is on its on its uh, on its operating it's gonna profit. It's going to be double digit, I think. Yeah. But it's it's I mean it's a it's a brilliant deal. There's no earn out for the partners. There's uh, all sorts of kind of uh, kind of share options. So it's more of an acquisition. Sorry, it's more of a, 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 a kind of a partnership than I think than an acquisition. But that's a yeah. brilliant brilliant deal for Media Monk. It's a very good uh, I think you know entry point for uh, S4 Capital. Uh, you know, and he's only been out of WPP for 90 days. Uh, quite a yeah. remarkable, uh, you know, entry to the market. So uh, it's been a very good week for both of those guys. Um, yeah, indeed. Bad week for. Well, I should oh, add to that. Uh, the the rumours circulating, as they do, uh, is that his next move is going to be into some form of digital media buying practice to right. kind of merge with Media Monks and and yeah. you know having paid a handsome multiple. Uh, they'll be looking to expand that business rapidly globally uh, or internationally, I should say. So, uh, you know, this could be the playbook, which is a, a digital creative business combined with digital media buying business. Yeah. Um, interestingly, as one single PNL, that's the ambition, which would be quite that's different right. from WPP. So we'll keep an eye on that one. You wouldn't bet against him. Okay. So, uh, and it's been a bad week for. Well, I mean, it's it's uh, another slightly sad week uh, for Facebook. We've had another story of a whistleblower uh, come out. If you remember, I think we might have mentioned that back in April, um, stories were emerging uh, from their content moderation mm. uh, department, which is a, is a frankly very thankless task. I mean, these, these poor people are, and thousands of them are having to view really uh, quite yeah. horrific content and, and you know, with their best efforts trying to kind of screen this mm. stuff out before it goes, it goes on, onto Facebook. Um, you know, there's just some interesting insights that come out of it. This, the the, the uh, lady that, that's spoken out this week, um, you know, she's in her late 20s. Um, she was employed by actually a third party called Vertis System. So they're not actually, a lot of them I don't think are, as we've mentioned, I don't think are Facebook employees. Yeah. Um, but she's detailed really the practice and it just makes it look like it's not really an optimal system. I mean, you've just got armies of people, unfortunately, having to view horrific content, reporting yeah. that's giving them, you know, uh, stress and nightmares. Um, this just doesn't look like a kind of healthy thing. It just no. unfortunately makes Facebook increasingly look quite a toxic environment. Not good. No. Uh, but moving on, uh, yeah. question of the week. So question of the week uh, related to our first topic is, should advertisers be paying agencies to participate in pitches? Yes, no, whatever. Excellent. Good. Well, that's your media snack uh, from New York and London this week. Thank you very much for watching. Uh, please give it a thumbs up. Don't forget to uh, check out the jobs below. But uh, bye for now. See you next time.